570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. That's right, and we continue on with my man Rob Parker in for Fred. Uh, lots to, to still get to this hour. We'll check in with our man Vinny Bonsignor to see what's happening around the NFL and if he thinks maybe, Rob, that I should uh, try to make a comeback. Maybe I think I you holder. should. Make you know? a couple million dollars, right, sitting on the bench. Yeah. Look at the money that they're paying people I can, now. I can, I can hold for a field goal. Yes, why not? Why not? Why not? Why can't you just hold a clipboard for the next 10 years? Why not? Why not? Right? Why not? Uh, But before that, you know what we need to do. We got to get... Oh, we got to get clean. I need it for Memorial Day weekend. We need this so <laughs> We need bad. a preemptive strike for you, Rob, because, you know, we, we know how you can get on a weekend like this where it's a, <laughs> you know it. a holiday weekend. Who knows what's going to happen with Rob Parker? Hey, this weekend I might put, put about – uh, Who knows what's going to happen? You know, I might put uh, 20 girls through college this weekend. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sadly, I do know what you're saying, Rob Parker. But right now. It is time to get cleansed. It is time to bring on my man. It is time for the haiku at two. And for that, we bring him on our man, Vic the Brick Jacobs. And Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. BTP. And he's in for Fred Rogan today. Put your hands together. For the wild man from the borough of Queens, the king of Queens Boulevard himself, it's Rob Parker. Vic, I'm honored to be in your presence. You are deluded, and I love that about you. <laughs> Still learning lessons from his days at Stride Right, one of the great shoe stores. Vic, where he sold many a shoe during you know his I, time. You know what I learned, Vic? Right. That mm. when you have little kids and you put their foot to measure their foot, you know, for their shoe size, yeah. every single kid would tilt their head down to look to see what their size was, and they would drool on my hand. I, it took me a while before I figured it out. <laughs> I'm not lying, Rodney. I swear. They would all drool on my hand. Oh, that's so crazy. It has to be true. Uh, it's not easy shelling shoes, man. Not easy. How many shoes do you think you moved today? How many pairs? Oh, I was a good salesman. I'd say 25 pair. I was rolling in Queens back then. Did you give foot massages? What was massages? the number one seller? Did you, you remember? foot massages when you told the shoes, Rob? No, no. This is a children's shoe store. Oh, nah, okay. come on now. Yeah. What was the number one seller? Like uh, sandals or sneakers? What was... 
Yeah, they had uh, sandals and the buckle-ups, you know, for the young kids when they used to have buckle shoes. Remember you used to put the penny loafers? Yes. Rodney had, uh, I'm, I'm sure in his NFL days, had the penny loafers with the shiny penny in it. No, Rodney? <laughs> A sweater tied around your waist? No, no, never, never the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> never the sweater around the waist or the shoulders there, <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> That's funny. Well, welcome all, Park. And your uh, wacky takes and incredible insights. He's the executive producer of Rogan and Rodney Show. Fred, on vacation and well-deserved. Please put your hands together. Show the love. It's Dr. Kevin Figures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is Fred's vacation over when he makes Bond or no? I'm just trying to figure this out. <laughs> I was texting Kevin. I said, I don't think Fred's going to go near an ocean. That's just my prediction. No. It's best if no. he doesn't. <laughs> it really is. It's safest for Fred. Yeah. The jellyfish just seem to always drift towards him. But if you're in yeah, an the island, a Portuguese man of war might be a. <laughs> you're on an island. Getting a scent of Fred when he enters the ocean. It's crazy with him in the ocean. Yeah, and he's, if he's on an island, which I think he might be, surrounded by water, and he's not going to touch the water? No, he will not go in. Why? Is he afraid of jellyfish? He got stung he's had some by bad one. experiences in the, uh, in the ocean. Water is not kind to him. The no. animals, I should say. Yeah, no, animals, in, animals general. in general, you know. He's on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours. He's your musical maestro. Please show the love. You love him. You can't live without him. It's Ronnie Facio. I'm feeling you, Vic. I'm feeling you, Ronnie. A king flavor. In the house for you, the flavor that you crave or the vibe that cannot be denied. And now, before we get to the haiku, some random thoughts. Number one. Yes. Max Muncy. Oh, yeah. Max Muncy. Oh, yeah. Does he own the hated ones or what? Owns them. Owns them. Well, San Francisco is freaking out because Muncy continues to hammer home runs off the hated one pitching staff, and we love that about Muncy. Yes, we do. And pimps it. The bat flip. The bat flip was a one. Oh. Max. Give it up for... I was in love for DJ Peters, Monrovia, and Gaga. Yeah. Well, actually, Glendora. Glendora yeah. went Gaga. Right along the 210, Glendora, the home of DJ Peters' first major league home run, and it was a, it was a blast. So congratulations, DJ. And, of course, Red Samurai got off. Yeah. Just, Justin is stopping that funk, man. Yeah. A couple home runs this week. Justin's getting in the groove, squaring it up. Gotten, you know, he's gotten his groove on. Justin's warming up. As the weather warms up, Red Samurai warms up. And again, this disgusting behavior of the uh, NBA fans. Oh. My worst experience, I'll never forget it, Lakers, Utah. And this was the, this was the, you know, the Kolb and D-Fish 
Lamar Odom days. And Utah is solid, but their fans are notoriously low class. I mean, you can't go to the tabernacle after a game with the behavior of the Jazz fans. I'll never forget it. I'm in the tunnel with Dee Fisher's agent, and they were raining down insults on Dee Fisher's young daughter who was experiencing eye cancer. Wow. And they were disrespecting oh, daughter? his daughter. Wow. And they asked Steve Fish, do you want us to escort the fans you know, out, of the, out, of, out of the arena? And Steve Fish, you know, classy man, said, no, no, we'll play on. But that was the lowest of the low. You're going after someone's child who has eye cancer. That's what Utah does. You know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a great, the great ruse of the whole, you know, Tabernacle and the lifestyle, but when those you know when those fans get together, they are abusive to the nth degree. They're much more abusive than Philadelphia or New York, I believe. Wow. That's a, that's Utah. You know what? I think they're kids. mad because you know they got to go. Uh-oh. What? I'm just saying they got to they got to they got to bring their own alcohol into the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like there you go. Sure, it's very frustrating. Because it's dry. No, that's, dry. A, that's a good point, salient point. Yes, Rodney, when I was covering the NBA back then, you used to have to buy your liquor from the liquor store next door to the bar, bring it in, and then they, they'd sell you the mixer, you know, the orange juice or whatever you drink with it, and the ice. But you had to buy your, your liquor from a store before you went into where? The arena? The, before you went to the bar. Like if you weren't going into a bar to have a drink, you have to bring your own liquor. Why do they call it a bar? I have no idea. It's the weirdest thing I ever saw. So what does the bar serve if they don't yeah. serve drinks? They right. serve the mixers. <laughs> Seriously. No. I know you think I'm crazy. I don't. I just, I just it's It that, didn't make any sense. Like there was I, I was at the changed I rem- a little bit now. I remember being at the Marriott there, right? It used to be across from the Salt Palace. And I when went was in this, Rob? 19, this was in the eighties. No, this was in the eighties. I was a beat writer back in like eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. Back then, in the 80s. I'm going to Google it and see if they still do that. No, no. I've been to, uh, are you talking about in Salt, uh, Provo or Salt Lake City? It was Salt Lake where? City. So you've been uh, there and you ha- you didn't have to do that? Maybe no, it didn't I happen anymore. I in Park City all the time. Okay. And, uh, now, don't the bars or like the liquor stores close, they close really early. early? They close early. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, that's the thing, right? And then I believe in where BYU is in Provo, you I don't think you can find a bar. You know, in Logan, you're cool because you got the Jack Mormons up there. They're you know they're partying up in uh, Logan, but that's you know you're not that's not Salt Lake City. Logan's its own world of Jack Mormons. But you know who was able to bypass all the draconian drinking laws of Salt Lake City was the great Gary Vitti. Somehow he always had you know alcohol in tow. He was able to. I don't know how how Vitti did it, but you know Vitti, you know he's uh, a magician. Yes. He's a healer. Uh, he was able to, he, yeah. Vidi was always able to have, you know, alcohol. You saying he was carrying more than just a stethoscope on that uh, medical bag of his, there, Vic? <laughs> I, I'm always surprised they've had so many kids there in Utah, especially since you can't put on a pair of beer, beer uh-oh, goggles uh-oh. at the end of the. I'm going to give you one of these, Rob. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs>
Oh. Utah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very bizarre. But that, that for me, was the most horrific moment I've ever experienced from a, from a fandom. What they did to D. Fish and his daughter, I was uh, in shock. And you saw this first. I was in virtual it. shock. And you, you were, you were there, witness to it. D. Fish told story. Uh, uh, oh, I was, you know, I was with uh, D. With D. Fish's bodyguard. Oh wow! When they, when they asked, do you want the fans escorted out? At least, you know, the arena had the uh, the respect for D. Fish to say, you know, we'll, we'll take these, we'll, we'll take this garbage out of the arena if you want. And D. Fish, you know, had too much, res- you know, respect for the game, and you know, he wanted to continue the flow. So he said, "Let's let's let's continue balling, man. Let's continue balling." But anyway, how about AD? How about a facial from AD to all his detractors? Two straight incredible games for Anthony Davis. Yeah, he's coming with it. Put his money where his mouth. He's coming with. If he continues to come with it, the Lakers will, you know, are going to beat Brooklyn. I, I still think they're going to beat Brooklyn in six. But AD continues to be AD. You know, and Bron just took over. You know, yeah, he was having fun. Let's play some bully ball. Let's just muscle, muscle those sons, man. Got the advantage inside. Keep using it. I want to see more of Kuzma throwing his body around, and you know, and you know, and drum. I want those guys to move that body. Marcus all with a nice change of pace. You know, Lakers can throw a lot at you, man. And now, after that horrific foul from those freaks, Crowder and Booker, you know, throwing down Shrew. Are you kidding me? What are you, a 1960s in a park in Queens? <laughs> That's how you used to do it. You, you're you're up in the air, and two guys are, are, throw, are throwing him to the ground. Up when Shrew's in the air. You, you, you don't do that. I don't care if you're in a playground. I don't care what arena you in. You do not, when someone's in the air, start throwing the, you that body around, especially when the game's over. But even the game's not over. You should be suspended. Both those guys, Crowder and Booker, for that foul. Forget flagrant. How about dangerous? How about unacceptable? How about you guys are freaks? How about that? Yep. You don't throw around Schroeder like that, or anybody. Yeah, yeah pushing him when they're in the air, that's a, little, that's a little much. Victor. He's in the that's air. That's He's dirty. in the air. That's dirty. It's a two-handed shove. Who does that crap? Losers do that crap. Losers. Sons, you're losers. You know you're going down hard now. You had the game, yada, yada, yada. Lakers weren't ready. You had the week to prepare, yada, yada. It's over, man. Game set series done, Lakers. Anyway, have a haiku for everybody. Oh yeah, it's from Teiketsu, T E I G E G E T S U, Teiketsu, T E I T E G E T T S U, Getsu. I put some of that on my hamburger this afternoon. <laughs> some to Getsu? <laughs> Did it enhance the flavor? You got the umami flavor? Just a little bit, absolutely. Always seek that umami flavor. You you know what umami means? No, umami. What is that? uh, Umami is like that sixth sense. That sixth flavor beyond the five senses. Remember, there used to be a 
a, a big hamburger chain called Umame. It was very hot for a couple of years. Umame. It's the sixth, sort of the sixth um, sense of taste. Umame. Umame. Hmm. It's a beautiful word. It's a, it's an enhancer. It enhances the flavor of anything that you would drink or eat. Umame. Bathe in the still moonlight. The temple hears the lotus buds burst into bloom tonight. I feel in you. Oh, Vic. Take it so. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Come on, Vic. Come on. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. One more time for the people real quick. Uno mas. Uno mas. Tegetsu. Bathed in the still moonlight. The temple hears the lotus buds burst into bloom tonight. I feel it, you. Now that's the kind of one that's going to last the weekend right there, Vic. That's going to get me through the weekend right there. All right, coming up. Our man Vinny Bonsignor is here to talk a little football with us, a little NFL. Still trying to figure out what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and among other things. Rob Parker in for Fred Rogan, AM570 LA Sports. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney, AM570 LA Sports. All right, here we go, Rodney Pete. Rob Parker. What is this, Fred Dance Rogan. Fever? It's the theme to Dance Fever. Remember that show, Rodney? <laughs> you know it, Rob. You know, you try to act like you don't know this when you know they play this every hour on the hour on the boat. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. But this is, you know what? It sounds different when wheelchairs are banging into each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got, it still takes coordination, Rob Parker. No, it does. No doubt. Oh, oh, boy. If I could just be a fly on the wall when you're on that cruise. Just to oh. See you and your element. Man. Do you think Holly would let me go on that cruise with you? Yes, she would. She she appreciates good television, good comedy, mature women. I think she'd be all right. Yeah, with we it. love the Golden Girls. Yes. I don't know if she'd let me go with you, though. Yeah, we might get into too much trouble. She goes like, I, I know, I hear that Rob Parker. He's a mess. You can't hang out with him. But I think you might be one of the good ones that I can hang out with. I can't oh, yeah. the names of the guys that you said, oh, no, you're not going out with you're him You're not tonight. going out there, oh, right. You're not going out with him tonight. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's bring that man. That Yeah, she would let me go out with this guy, too. Vinny Bonsignor. Vinny, what's Vinny. going on? What's going on? Hey, wasn't uh, Dance Fever? That was Danny Terrio, one of the great Italians of all time. Yes, Danny uh, Terrio. And I want to say that it was filmed at the Bonaventure Hotel in Los Angeles. So, uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I, I remember, that'll take you back I, a little bit. Yep, I remember that show very, very well. Saturday nights at 7.30 or something. It was it was a big show for about eight or nine years. Danny Terrio. Yeah, was, you know, I mean, there wasn't much else to do when you only had like 13 channels and, on the and, TV. And so, you know uh, what? You're, the other one that was big on, on Saturday nights was Hee Haw was another one that went on forever, <laughs> oh, right? 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, yes, it was on. I never, I, 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 didn't partake too much. Come in on, you saw Hee Haw, Roddy. It was definitely on. Roddy, did you watch Hee Haw? We all watch Hee Haw, no? I knew okay. about Hee Haw. All right, I'm on my, I'm on an island. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't put on my uh, overalls and have my suspenders <laughs> there, Rob, and sit down on a Saturday night and, and partake in a lot of Hee Haw with, with some straw in your mouth and a straw yeah. hat and everything like that. That's yeah. right. Okay. All right. That was. <laughs> but then again, I don't partake in the Golden Girls cruises either. So that's yes. you're a different breed. That's another one. I know. Yeah. I'm out there. All right, Vinny. Let's, it's all good. It's all good. Start start with this with breaking because it's dominating everything in the offseason. The Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay, it's, it doesn't feel like it's getting better. There's a line drawn in the sand by Mark Murphy, the president, saying he's not going to fire the GM. They're not going to budge. Uh, what do you know? What, what what do you and what do you know? And and what's your gut telling you is going to happen in Green Bay? Um. Well. What I do know is that um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's cut off family members. You know, like when he draws a line in the sand, it doesn't, they're, they're, it's, it's etched in stone. Like it doesn't change. And, and he's pretty cutthroat when it comes to that. Uh, call it a chip on his shoulder or arrogance or high maintenance, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but when he makes a decision, he usually sticks to that decision. And so it's hard to imagine that they're going to be able to get that rectified. Uh, and I don't believe it has anything, and he has mentioned this uh, with, with teammates or the coach, you know, Matt LaFleur or anything like that. Uh, this is strictly with the organization right now. And, and when that breaks down and nobody's going to budge, it doesn't look like the Packers are, are going to make any uh, moves to appease him in terms of getting rid of the general manager or whatever it is that he's requesting – those things tend uh, not to be able to get rectified. And, and knowing how headstrong he is, he might just push this thing to a limit of either getting traded and forcing their hand or just simply walking away, retiring, and maybe coming back uh, in 2022 when um, the, the, the Packers would have probably more clarity on, on whether Jordan Love is the answer or maybe they went out and got another quarterback uh, to, to fill this year's um, spot. Uh, and at that point, maybe they'll be more prone to, to dealing Aaron Rodgers, but it's hard for me to believe sitting here where we are, yeah, as we as we transition into June, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a part of the Packers this year. Yeah, and See, the part, I, I'm, the, I'm the exact opposite. I I still can't. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it that he's that not going to he, be. That he's that not going to play. Yep, yep. That mm-hmm. he's going to walk away, uh, walk away from that money and retire and not play. I I just when you're 37 years old, coming off the year you came off. I don't know if you just toss it to the wind because you don't like the general manager or whatever. That's that's a lot. It got to be more than that. Yeah, and maybe and and maybe that's it is me. more than that though. Maybe it's it's been brewing for a long time and he's just he's just had enough. I mean, we see him, you know, auditioning for Jeopardy. There's a lot of things we got going. Yes, it's a lot of money, but he's also made a lot of money in his lifetime. And I think maybe for him, it, I take a year off. I take a year off. I'm still going to be. Uh, the the same type of player that I that I was, and I'll just be healthier. So, who knows what's gonna happen? I know the relationship. It'll be hard. It'd be hard to do that. And if it's gotten that bad, you know, Aaron Rodgers could could really put him in a hole by almost kind of doing the Brett Favre. I'm gonna retire, not retire. I'm gonna retire. So they don't know exactly which way to go, how to prepare. Yeah, I'll be back. No, I'm not coming. Back. I'll be back. No, I'm not coming back. And and what it does, it puts. Unfortunately, it puts a young kid, Jordan Love, in just a tough, tough situation as a young quarterback trying to figure out what his future is going to be like. And you bring up a good point, Rodney, because now as you're saying the I'm retired, I'm not retired, I'm retired, I'm not retired, it got so confusing. 
that I can't even remember if there was did, did, did if, if Favre actually did retire for at least one uh, one of those years, or did he just keep coming back? I can't remember. But if he did, then um, there was a year where he sat out. I have to look it back. Look back no, up. Because no, I don't little... remember that. I don't remember him sitting out. They just didn't he want to wait anymore. To. Right. They just didn't want to wait, and they had a guy they believed in, right, sitting there. So they were like, okay, we can't. We can't wait on you anymore. So I don't remember Favre taking a year off. I remember right. They got, he traded to the, to the Jets, and right. then the next year he retired again, yep. and the Vikings right. talked him out of retiring to come back and play for the Vikings. That's right. what it was. I think, yeah, because he he didn't necessarily want to go to the Jets, but he was forced. He wanted to go to Minnesota, yeah. and, the, and the Packers were like, we're not trading you in our own division. Correct. And they traded actually, him to the AFC. Actually, guys, actually, he was he was supposed to go to play for the Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bucking John Gruden went to sleep in 08 or 09, one of those years. It might have been 08, uh, right around that time. He went to sleep literally thinking that they had a trade uh, for John Gruden. And then, the, and then the Buccaneers general manager, um, uh, uh, George Allen's son, got a little, got a little too uh, greedy and tried to win the trade rather than getting a player. And then the next day, it allowed the Jets to swoop in and, and get him. And it changed history because – that team, that you know, the Gruden team with Brian Greasy and um, somebody else at quarterback, some that didn't last very long. They actually made the playoffs that next year at nine and seven, and they're convinced. If you talk to people in the Buccaneers, including John, now they probably would, could have won a Super Bowl. They had a really good team that year. They made it to the playoffs. They won their division, but the quarterback position was lacking with Greasy, um, and and I think it was Chris Sims was might have also been on the roster that year. Uh, or no, Garcia, uh, yeah, Garcia, Garcia. The, the former Niner quarterback. So that kind of changed history. He was actually supposed to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had a trade worked out, but it fell apart at the very last second. And then what about uh, what's going on with Julio Jones there, Vinny? What, what do you see happening with there? Is there going to be a push for him to get out there in Las Vegas? Well, uh, the cat's out of the bag on that one, that's for sure. Um, so it, it kind of puts the, the Falcons in a bad situation because obviously everyone knows that Julio's out, and um, that, that trade's – Something's going to happen. It'll be after June 1st uh, for money reasons. Uh, the post-June 1st uh, designation is pretty important for the Falcons to be able to salvage a little bit of face and uh, crawl out a little bit from under the, the financial burden that they're, that they're going to uh, feel by trading him. And so the Raiders, I'm not sure that that's you know, uh, a feasible option right now. Um, it's it's going to take a lot for anybody to fit that 15.8 million under their salary cap at this point in the in the calendar. Um, but I think somebody will. The odds today, the odds moved in the favor of of the of the Rams getting him. Now that all of a sudden they're one of the favorites uh, to land Julio Jones, and I tend to pay attention now living in Las Vegas. Those guys know what they're doing when they put those odds up there. So something might be brewing with that. And can you imagine Julio Jones on that offense with Matthew Stafford and everything and, and everything that they've got going for him? Uh, if that were to happen, the, the Rams, to me, would go for I know that Julio Jones isn't the top five wide receiver he, he used to be, but if you go back from, from 2014 to 2019, just take out last year, there were some hamstring issues. He played eight games, so that was a wash. But prior to that, for the last six seasons prior to that, this dude averaged 15.5 games uh, over like close to 100 catches or 90-some-odd catches and 1,500 yards per season. This dude is a warrior. He plays. He might not be 25-year-old Julio Jones anymore, but all the way up into 2019, all the way up to last year, basically, this guy got out there and played and played at the highest level possible. So okay. I don't see that 
just one year of dealing with a, a hamstring issue is going to it means that he's fallen off the face of the earth. You put him on the Rams, oh, scary. and that just makes them really, really scary. It's scary, scary if you put him on the Rams. Vinny, just re, restructure your contract up there in Las Vegas, and, you, and maybe the Raiders can get him. What do you think? <laughs> I'm not giving away another penny, Robbie. Not you. one more penny. All right, Vinny. Thanks a lot, man. Have thanks, a Vinny. great, great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Thanks for joining us. You too, guys. Have a great weekend. It's time for world champion Dodger baseball at Dodger Stadium. Starting June 15th, Dodger Stadium is returning to full capacity. Tickets for reopening day on the 15th and the rest of the season go on sale now. Check out the full promotion and giveaway schedule, including special World Series commemorative items at Dodgers.com slash tickets. Rob Parker in for Fred and 570 LA Sports. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Rogan and Rodney. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back Your world champion Dodgers take on the Giants tonight at seven. Catch the game right here on AM570 LA Sports or in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Nutrisystem. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash baseball and lose weight fast. All with free delivery. Rob Parker, thanks for joining me today, man. Oh, uh, man, what a great, great way to wrap it up. We'll see you uh, all next week. And I just want to say to all of you out there, have a safe Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day. Big shout-out to all of our servicemen and women out there and for those that have paid the ultimate price in protecting this country and this nation. So thank you for that. Happy Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you next week. Catch us some money next. Worry brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it, brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him, blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep him guessing. Plea bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the pen. Making money off of cuss words, writing the